0: Yeah.
1: Good morning, Activate. Now. Hello. Am I, there? Am I there? Hello.
2: Good morning, Activate Church. Hi. All right. Come on in. We're about to start. Let's. This scripture is always true. I'll enter his gates with thanksgiving. Well, is this a song I'm quoting? I'm I'm not sure. I'll enter his gates with thanksgiving in my heart. I'll enter his courts with praise. I'll say this is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice for he has made me glad. What key was that? (laughs) (laughs) He has made me glad. Oh, He has made me glad ow that's really low all right let's stand on our feet come on in let's praise our god this morning let's thank the lord this morning here we go
1: that I know you are faithful, yes, you are faithful, so I speak, so I speak out your word, it has the power to change my world, you're my breakthrough, you're my breakthrough, so I will trust you, I will trust you.
0: presence praising and celebrating Jesus and giving you all the glory and everyone said Amen. amen. Why don't you give your neighbor a high five and take a seat. Great to see you this morning. If you're visiting if this is your first or second time at Activate Church, a special welcome to you as you leave the auditorium this afternoon. You can help yourself to a a guest pack at the back there. There you'll find details about the church. And if you'd like to find more about who we are, then we encourage you to leave your details with us. So that would be great. So church, can we put our hands together to welcome our guests this morning? Today is a special day for the Firth family, for Caleb and Beth, as they dedicate a lease. So congratulations to you, Caleb and Beth and your family. Absolutely wonderful. So we'll be doing that very shortly. So it's awesome, isn't it? Well, who's had a birthday or a wedding anniversary over the last week? Maybe you can join with me down the front here. Any birthdays? Well, Here we come. Ollie, three years old. I believe you had a great time at the zoo yesterday, Ollie. Seen the chimpanzees and the rhinos and the zebras and the tigers and whatever else is there. 21, eh, Glenn? Very cool. Great. Everybody's got their crunchy bar, their chocolate bar. Awesome. Well, Church, why don't we stand and declare this prayer a blessing over them. And can I really encourage you to declare this as a prayer of faith. This is just not something religious we do, but there's real meaning and blessing for these people as we pray. So here we go. Very soon, I hope. Great. Father, thank you for your family. We declare blessing, health, favor, prosperity, purpose, and protection over them this year. Activate your love and goodness through each one. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's give them a big hand as they go to their seats. Fantastic. A few highlights to share with you. This is the last Sunday officially we have in winter for 2017. Yeah. But guess what? It's the first Sunday, the first gathering next week. The 3rd of September is the first of spring and it's Father's Day. Yeah, isn't it awesome Ashley? Yeah. So there is no 9am or 10.30 gathering. It is a a 10am only gathering. Why don't you turn to your neighbor and say 10am only. Very cool. 10am only. We do have our 6pm gathering and we're starting a series called Healthy Me. It's going to be fantastic. A series about Healthy Me, body, soul and spirit. And we're going to be kicking that off with Maria, Joy and Jason and many other speakers Over the next little period of time, it's going to be fantastic. So I really encourage you to come Sunday evening, next Sunday evening, as we start the spring series, we'll get a real hop and skip in our step. That'll be very cool, won't it? Awesome. Great. And this coming Wednesday, or Wednesday the 6th of September, I should say Wednesday week, we have our Mayor, Mayor Andrew King, with us as a Business Plus event, 7.30. I really encourage you to come. It's going to be a wonderful evening. So that's going to be awesome. Great. Melina, where are you? Do you want to join me up here? Maybe Jim's and Tim and a few other team and Pastor Jan. This is uh, Melina's last Sunday with us for a little while. Yeah, come on, Pete. Pete's here. So, um, Melina's heading north to be with your family because your dad's not too well. So, we want to really stand with you and Pete and your family. So, I'm going to ask Pastor Jan to pray. And, Pete, you're here for a little while longer. Another couple of months. So, oh, well. Well, Jan's going to pray. That will be very cool.
3: Yeah, thank you, God, for this incredible couple. God, I thank you that you are with them in this journey. I thank you for um, for everything falling into place with the transition, Father, at this time of um, traveling traveling, up and um, time apart and traveling from an to and from, to see each other, God. I, I thank you for your hand of protection upon them, both as a couple, upon them, uh, upon their marriage, Father. And I thank you for your hand upon uh, their family, particular for Melina's dad and, and the family. Thank you for your hand upon them. Thank you for your incredible love, your peace with them always. May they know you with them always. Thank you that you never, ever leave them. And God, we bless them. We bless them. Um, although we will miss them terribly we bless them and we uh, thank you that they will be a blessing where they land and we thank you for a fantastic church family uh to come around them god may may they find that transition easy god that they would be able to feel at home quickly uh, in their new in their new home, yeah. Thank you for for a job for Peter too, God. Thank you for bringing everything together for them, God. Thank you for your provision. Thank you for overflow. Thank you that that you yeah, that you don't don't only provide but you provide more than than our, what we need. So I declare that over Peter and Melina. in Jesus' name. Amen. And
0: Father, I pray too. Uh, with thanks for Melina, for all her contribution in the life of Activate Church, Lord. Thank you for the wonderful person she is and the many areas that she has sowed in. Lord, may you cause your blessing to overtake her and her family. Father, we thank you for her dad and we pray your strength and, Lord, your presence and in your power to fill every cell in his body, that, Lord, your healing power would rest over him and your shadow would comfort him in Jesus' name and their family jesus name we all agree and everyone said amen god bless you thank you guys great well kids looking forward to kids church yes yes yeah so fives and overs out that way fives and unders out that way having an awesome time guys It's my pleasure to invite Pastor Sheridan. He's going to come and lead the dedication this morning, so it's going to be wonderful. Thank you, Sheridan.
4: Good morning. How are you all today? Great. Love baby dedications. We're a... Caleb and Beth, why don't you guys come? And all the family, whoever wants to come, friends. Today we get to dedicate a lease. Sorry, I'm just going to jump under here. Hello. Yeah, come and just fill up here however you need to. It's great, the more the merrier. It's great, isn't it? It's a great occasion when we can dedicate a young child to Jesus. We don't baptise children. When Elise is old enough to make a decision for herself, she can make that decision for herself and we will gladly baptise her. But what we do is we dedicate them as is modelled in the scripture. And uh, so we dedicate the children to God and ask that he would watch over them as they grow. But I have this scripture for you, um, Caleb and Beth, really, and the grandparents and the extended family. and From Proverbs 22, 6, teach a child how to follow the right way even when he or she is old, he or she will stay on course. So teach a child how to follow the right way. Even when she is old, she will stay on course. And I think you and I have had the discussion before, Beth, when you're spending all your time in the creche and you think sometimes, oh, my goodness, church is hard yards. All I do is see the inside of a creche. Uh, You're setting fantastic patterns for your children. And so if you're here this morning and you've got little kids and you feel like you spend all the time in the creche, be encouraged. You're spinning. Fa- you're setting fantastic patterns, life patterns for your children. So, I encourage you again in that. And um, well done. Great-looking family, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah? yeah. yeah. And Ollie turned three this week. Happy birthday. That's awesome. Well, do you think Elise will come to me? We'll try. Hello. Hello. Hey As long as she can see Mum, she's happy.
1: <laughs>
4: Hello. Yeah, that's your dad. I'm the good looking mum. Would you like to jump up on your feet and let's stand together as a family, eh? <laughs> Father, I thank you for family. I thank you, Lord, for release and Lord this morning we dedicate her to you we ask that you would watch over her as she comes and goes as she grows father and you would bring her to that point where she can choose to follow you father we ask that you would your hand would be on her that there would never be a day that she does not know the presence of your holy spirit father i declare health over her in jesus name And ask that you would watch over her. Father, for the family, I thank you again for family. And Father, I declare your wisdom over Caleb and over Beth. Lord, I ask that you would equip them with every piece of wisdom that they need as their family grows, that they would be able to invest into their children the knowledge of God, that they would be able to put into place great um, practices even and great tradition that will uh, not only allow for a great healthy family, but will also steer their children in your direction. So Father, I thank you for them. I bless them. I declare their home to be a place of peace in Jesus' name, and their home to be a place of health in Jesus' name. And we ask that your hand would continue to rest on them as they come and as they go. In everything that they do. Continue and we thank you for your provision for the family and ask that you continue to provide for them too. In Jesus' name. Father, I also thank you for extended family, wider family, grandparents. And I ask that uh, as, as a corporate effort, these children will be blessed every moment of every day. That they would know the security of being part of a great family. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 you want to pray too, Jen? Yeah,
3: Yeah, thank you, God, for this incredible family. I thank you that your hand is upon them, that your smile is upon them. I thank you for uh, incredible um, heritage, and we give you praise for that. And I thank you uh, for the gift that this is to uh, beautiful Elise and Ollie. I thank you. Thank you for the gift of of a a godly heritage and um, a home that... That, um places you first and so yeah I declare your blessing uh, yeah. and your favor your provision upon them in Jesus name thank you for for um incredible wisdom flowing from mum and dad and and imparted into Ollie and Elise yeah. thank you Lord and and I and I believe that you know with um Elise I, when I just say the wisdom I um I I see an incredible um, inquisitiveness that um, was is within her. What's that? I said with my chin. <laughs> with, with your chin at the moment. <laughs> but yeah, I, I believe that there's something there's something godly about that inquisitiveness, and so uh, I feel to encourage you, Caleb and Beth, to steer that inquisit. Like it's it's a beautiful thing, uh, but. But uh, to steer that inquisitiveness to to her father, but who who I just see her gorgeous smile, and his smile is upon her. So so uh, um, allow her inquisitiveness to find the smile of God upon her, which is and will always be upon his beautiful, darling girl. Yeah. Amen. Awesome.
4: Mm-hmm. Amen. <laughs> Amen. How about giving this family a wonderful big hand? Yeah. Yes. yes.
5: We've got chocolate going all over the yeah. place over here. Someone was a bit impatient away, <laughs> but that's all good. So, oh, and my page has been eaten here. Great. Well, today's a very special day for us as we dedicate um, our very special Elise, very precious Elise. Um, and Elise is a real delight to us. She's incredibly beautiful and in wanting to steal this bit of paper, um, and she's got such personality already for such a young girl. Um, she's got a smile and a laugh that absolutely melts your heart. And I think it's probably safe to say that she's already um, got me wrapped around her little finger. <laughs> so, and it won't be long till the wallet, I'm sure, comes, comes along too. So Lise Harper is named after her great Omar, so Beth's Omar, um, who was an incredible godly woman, and we just want to honour her today. Um, she's not here today, obviously. She's uh, with Jesus in heaven, but we really want to honour her. She was incredible, um, had a massive impact on Beth growing up, um, and so we really wanted to name Elise after her. Um, and Beth and I are really excited to see where the Lord will take Elise over the years and how she'll impact this world for Christ. Right. Elise is already showing signs of being a very strong and determined young um, young girl And we really believe that she will be a real positive influence and leader to those around her with the strength of the Lord. Um, A life verse of mine, which I want to declare over her this morning, is Isaiah 46.4, which says, I will be your God throughout your lifetime until your hair is white with age. I made you and I will care for you. I will carry you along and I will save you. And so at least I declare and pray That from a young age, you will choose a lifetime relationship with God, that you will cherish throughout your childhood, teenage years, adult years, and into your old age. That you would always know God's love intimately, and that He will always be there for you, caring for you, carrying you, and that He has saved you. And lastly, I want to take this opportunity to thank our friends and family um, for the incredible support and love that they give us. Um, And yeah, we're very blessed have such an amazing um, family and friends supporting us. So, yeah, thank you guys. And church family. We love Activate. So thank you, Activate. Awesome. (laughs) Awesome. (laughs) Fantastic.
4: I was waiting for it to go all over his face.
2: stand to our feet I just want to encourage you church Um, this is a church that knows how to praise it does this family knows how to praise this family knows how to worship you know how to sacrifice bring a sacrifice of praise not just every week here but each day you get out of bed, and if you want to honor God with your life that's a sacrifice of praise that's something you're doing we do it every week every Sunday morning every Sunday night we bring a sacrifice of praise Um, and we know how to do that let me read you a scripture may the Lord hang on wrong scripture I've got three here may you experience the love of Christ though it is too great to understand fully then you will be made complete with all the fullness of life and power that comes from God this morning I, I just you know I feel like we can't quite move on to the, to the next bit I feel like we need to praise God a little bit more um, this is what I'm feeling for right now in this gathering I feel like we as a group need to take that step I will praise the Lord I will honour the Lord um, and then we can we can step into that alright so you ready to, to praise with me a little bit longer Praise you, Lord. Let's sing, you are a never-ending river.
1: For you, a never-ending river, flowing full of power, washing over. Over me, and I will run into the water. Jesus,
2: take me deeper, saturating me. I don't care what it looks like. You see, I don't
1: care what it looks like. I'm diving in. Nothing can stop this passion. I'm praising him. I don't care what it looks like. I'm diving in. Nothing can stop this passion. I'm praising him. I don't care care what it looks like. I'm diving in. Nothing can stop this passion. I'm praising him. I don't care what it looks like.
2: Let's praise our God this
1: morning. Let's lift our voices. Let's lift our voices and shout His name. Jesus, we praise You, Lord. We put our hands together. We lift our voices. Praise You, Lord. A bit longer than we might have done otherwise. We're going to praise our Lord this morning. We're not going to stop until we embrace Him. Praise You, Lord. Praise You, Lord. Praise You, Lord. Come on. Praise You, Lord. Praise You, Lord. Praise You Lord.
2: Praise You Lord. Praise You Lord. Praise You Jesus. Praise You Lord. Praise You Lord. Thank You Lord. Thank You Lord. Thank You Lord. Lord. We lift You up Lord. We praise Your name. We honour You. We worship You. You are holy. You are good. You are righteous. There's nobody like You. Awesome God. What's in your heart to praise to your Lord, to speak out to your Lord this morning? Come on, speak it out, speak it out. Thank you. Praise you, Lord.
1: Just to know. Of eternal promise, stirring in your sons and daughters, earth revealing heaven's wonders. Spirit, come, Spirit, come.
2: What you spoke is now unfolding. What you spoke is now unfolding
1: We will rise to be your witness Let your love right here and now let your glory fill this It spread over our city
0: powerful words pour it out David's just come and shared with me this thought that we're in a rugby game there's nothing to be left on the field I think the All Blacks last night they had a bit of a challenge but they left nothing on the field and uh, Silver Ferns, the women's this morning they left nothing on the field praise God he's got us the victory and so I want us to Sing this again. But take it with a personal perspective. Pour it out, whether it's over your family, whether it's over your workplace, over the city, over this nation. Have a personal exchange with Jesus. Lord, I'm asking you to pour it out, your rivers of living water, over my life, over my family, over my children, over the challenges that I have, over our city. Let's begin to raise our voices and declare this as a direct a declaration for it our Lord. Yes, for it heaven, every heart open to Jesus. Father, we pray that, Lord, You are the source of all life. Lord, out of You flows rivers of living water, and You declare that out of the valley shall flow rivers of living water. Father, we unlock in heaven the rivers of God, that, Lord, would pour afresh into every person, man, woman, young and old, every child, Lord, that Your life would flow in us and through us. Lord, wherever we go, Lord, life is touching every circumstance and every situation, bringing hope, bringing faith, bringing love in the name of Jesus. Father, we receive it, this fresh water, this water of living water in Jesus' name. Just begin to soak that in. Receive this water, this life-giving water from Jesus. It's a spiritual transaction. We thank you for it, Father. Lord, overflow us. Rivers of living water. Hallelujah. Father, I thank you where this river ever flows. Lord, the desert turns into an oasis. Lord, it's vibrant with life. Lord, living things, trees and fruit and crops, wild animals, Lord. It's vibrant. There's nothing dark. There's nothing stark. It's filled with you, Lord. And thank you that you are the source of life. Thank you that your life dwells within each one of us. Father, Lord, I declare your life over every situation. Lord, over every circumstance in the name of Jesus Father, we evict everything that is opposed to your purposes. And we declare in the name of Jesus Christ, your life to flow. Lord, that your life would abound and that there would be an abundance of your life. That you would be glorified through it all in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Let's put our hands together and give a big clap to the Lord. Thanks. Thank you, Jesus. Mighty is your name, Lord. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. You know, some of you, I want to encourage you, you need to speak to your circumstance and say, in the name of Jesus, I speak life. You take a seat. I speak life into this. Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. I've come that you might have life and life to the full. You need to speak those words because his words are spirit and life. And I encourage you to speak those words into your circumstances and see the life of Jesus burst forth. Amen? Isn't that so cool? Thank you, guys. We've got the boy band today. Aren't they awesome? Yeah, very cool. So I appreciate you guys. Well, Beth and our team have done a huge amount of work on the website and the mobile app. And so let's give Beth a hand as she comes and tell us all about it. Thank you, Beth.
6: Thank you. Good morning. Well, like I said in the first gathering, the day is here, and we are very excited. We've had it in progress for a while, so um, we are very pleased to to announce that the church, the new church website is live, and the old one is, um, is someone said dead, is <laughs> dead, yeah, I suppose in church context, um, and we've got our new app as well, so we're going to be downloading that. Right now. So, our new church website is activatechurchhamilton.com. It's really, really easy to find. Now, just before anybody searches it, um, oh, if anyone needs Wi-Fi, you can log on. You can pull your phones out. This is a tech, a tech session, and um, the password is activate seventeen or lowercase. Yeah. Okay. Public Wi-Fi. Oh, sorry. Oh, trigger happy. I'm sorry. I completely stuffed this up in the first gathering as well, so I'm really, really sorry. So just before you Google search Activate Church or church, as Churches in Hamilton, do not click my Facebook advertising that will pop, I mean my, um, and my AdWords that will pop up straight at the top. The first thing is an advert and it says Ad, and the more you click it, the smaller my budget gets. And I really, really, really want the community to click it. Okay, is everyone on board with that? So if you see Activate Church coming up the top and it has two two letters that say "ad," don't click it. Just think of me being really grumpy, <laughs> because we really want to use that budget to meet our community. That so if someone searches Jesus within um, twenty within 15 kilometers of us, we're going to be there. So if someone's looking for a church, searches the word home church, we're there. So we want to meet them. So just think of that when you when you search us. Oh. Man, I'm so sorry. Cool, so this is our new website. Yeah. Lots of information, there is, um, everything you need is gonna be there. So I've taken some screenshots for you guys. So individual ministry pages, there's information, there's contact details. If you're wanting to get involved in anything, this is a great place to go as well as the app. You'll find the contact details. If you're wanting to see the events that relate to the ministries, that will be in the calendar. So nice and easy to, and it'll be on your app. And you can sync it into your calendar on your phone too if you need to. Right, here's our calendar. We've got two view options. If you like to see things as a calendar, calendar full calendar view. We've got the first one for you. And if you prefer just to see a list of the things you want, there is a list. You can also sort, so parents of youth, if you just wanna see youth events that are coming up in the next month, you can just sort by youth and it will pop up with all the events that, that are there for your children. Sermons, next tab along is where you can watch or listen to all of the sermons that we upload. You've got the option to just to just listen to a podcast or you can watch it on um, on the internet. You can also subscribe to the podcast through there too. Cool, and that's what it looks like. If you want to watch it, it'll just pop up in a little window. You can also make it bigger if you need to. Exciting. Are you ready for the next part? Right, grab your phone. Has everyone got their phone out? Right now, it doesn't matter if you're iOS or Android, it's in both app stores. You can download the church app. It's, if you go into your search, activate churches just put the es on the end and then it will pop straight up it's bright green and it's got our triangle our green green push play we um, overloaded the wi-fi <laughs> the previous gathering so if it slows down i'm just going to keep going just so you've got a visual and then you can finish it later when you go in, it's gonna look like this. It's gonna give you an option to choose what, um, what Activate Church you're part of. So for us, it's Hamilton. So just type in Hamilton, and it, as soon as you start typing, it'll pop straight up. Click on that, and it will take you, and it remembers it, so next time you won't need to do that. As soon as you go in, it's gonna pop up with a notification. I've made it extra big, because <laughs> this is important. I'd love you to, pl- to click Allow. If it's a way that we can um, push information through to you. You will not miss out on anything. You've got full control of it once you're on the app too, so if you're subscribed to something that you don't want to be of, you can So if you've, uh, you can um, manage that. It just means that you can get, um, if the activate news goes on there, you can see that it's there, it comes up as a really quick notification on your phone, and you can just swipe and it clears it off. So once you go in, this is what it looks like on this side here. Uh, it'll always have the most um, up and coming events. Slightly, slight differences between iOS and Android, but not too much, and we're working on pulling them together as well. So, if you're on Apple, you've got the little hamburger at the top. That's where your notification, um, oh, I can't remember the word. That's where you're going to find everything else on the app. If you are on Android, it's in the bottom corner. So, in there, you can see the daily prayer points. You can read the pastor's desk. Um, you can see the gathering times. They activate news, it always sinks straight into there. You can go to the church Facebook page. You can read your Bible. So the Bible, you just open the app, and the Bible's right there. Um, you can do. Um, you can watch sermons and videos now. Currently, that is the one thing that will be activated this week, um, and that will be under the media button. That you will be able to watch those, just like on the website, which is really exciting. So anyway, so if you're going for a walk, you can listen to your sermons. Just want to give you a couple of quick tips. When you jump into the Bible app for the first time, you're gonna see skip this page in the future. It looks a bit like a marketing, like they're selling you a Bible, they're not. It's all there, it's ready loaded, it's free. You just need to click skip and then that won't pop up again. So next time it will open where you last read the Bible too, which is awesome. Under our giving tab, when you first log in for the first time, you've just got to pop in your um, push pay giving details. Um, your admin, sorry, your login, your admin password. Um, Once you've done that for the first time, it'll always be your normal Pushpay, which is on your normal Pushpay app on your phone. So just for the first time, you've gotta pop those details in, but it remembers you, and then it will just be straightforward as usual. Same with Facebook. So the first time you go to the Facebook, you're just gonna have to log in. Uh, to your Facebook but then it's gonna remember that every time you open it will take you straight to the page. There is an advantage to having the Facebook in there too because sometimes we put other things on the Facebook page that we might not be sending through the, e- the Activate News or something like that. So it's just a great way that you can be connected all around and it doesn't matter um, what's going on you know and you're, you're part of the family. So an easy way to stay connected with the family. Cool.
4: Great A, eh? Fantastic. It's important that we get a, it's not just a gimmick, you know, it's the way the world works, isn't it? I, um, we do everything online, and, uh, so we need to, to be smart there as well as the church. People generally look online before they go anywhere. If I buy things, I normally look online before I go anywhere, and, um, And then the app's really for in-house a little bit more. That's about us. It's about us connecting with one another. And the team have worked really hard to bring that to you. I think they're worth another clap, actually. Thank you, Beth. Thank you, Oscar, for all your hard work. Well, let's pray. Father, the longing of our hearts is to know you more, is to connect with you more intimately, is to uh, walk more closely with you. And so, Father, we open our hearts to you this morning, and I ask that you would speak to each of us from your word. Holy Spirit, I ask that you would, what you say to people wouldn't be confined to the direction of thought that I'm sharing, but you would speak a word in season to every person. Holy Spirit, I ask that you would, again, anoint your word, that you would fill it with power, and that the end result would be that we would walk closer with you, that we would love you more, and that we would enjoy you more. So I thank you for this opportunity, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, we are, whoa, something's gone wrong here, hang on. Here I come, here I come. Beautiful. Well, we're carrying on this morning with Stephen's sermon, or Stephen's speech, as I like to call it, from Acts chapter 7, and um, it's an amazing, amazing piece of Scripture. And uh, I've, I've personally really enjoyed getting into it and just allowing the Holy Spirit to stir different thoughts and ideas as I've gone through it. And um, Stephen is, he's really on the edge here. He's, he's gone out on a limb. He's been given an opportunity. He's responding these accusations of uh, blasphemy. And he's giving it everything he's got. This is his one shot. And as we know, as we read the scripture, it finishes with him being stoned. Now, I'm not sure whether that was because it turned out really bad or because it turned out really good. But essentially, he gets to the end and he says to the Israelite leaders, look, you guys are the problem. You've done everything you can all along the way, right since the prophets, all the way, and just now to Jesus, you've taken them all out. Every time we get a messenger from God, who's got something to say to us as a nation, as a people of God, you take him out, and uh, so he's angry about that, and he makes his point very clearly. After which point, the Israelite leaders take him out just to prove his point, and um, so so it's a it's a full piece of scripture here and it's got a lot that we can take out of it as we're we're reading it we're looking at it we're looking for points and thoughts that are going to help us lead a purpose life uh practical points that are going to help us lead lead a perfect lot uh perfect we're not going to lead a perfect life don't worry about that skip that but maybe a purpose life and um so thanks for your feedback it's good that it's been helpful and um I've I've, uh, enjoyed some of the feedback. So what have we covered so far? Let's have a quick look because you need to get up to speed. So as we've gone through the passage of Scripture, the first thing we looked at was verse 2, and that was take the opportunity that is presented to you. The second thing we looked at was from verse 4, and that was to step into the promises of God requires a leaving of the familiar. It's really hard to go forward in God if you're holding on to the past all the time. The third one was from verse 5, and that's often the working out of God's promise looks nothing like the fruit of God's promise. So stay, hang in there, be encouraged. From verse 6, we learned that to truly live a purpose life requires a long view, a multi-generational view. Abraham was the example there. From verse 7, we learned that our journey's pathway is often flavored by our attitude and obedience to God. God generally gets his way in the ed- at the end of the day. We can make it easy or tough on ourselves. Jonah is a great example of making it tough on yourself. From verse 8, we learned that when a person walks closely with God, it'll leave a permanent mark, and mark for the generations following. From verse 9, we learned that our family of origin, our upbringing or start to life are not a limiting factor to what God can do with us, in us, or through us. Don't be limited by where you've come from. Where you've come from is where you've come from. But it will not and does not, need, well, does not need to limit you, and it will not limit you to where God wants to take you. He can do well beyond what we can imagine. From verse 11, we learned that the circumstances we face are not an indicator of God's view of us. Oh, if us. It's of us. God's view of us. And uh, you know, God loves us, but not only does He love us, He is love. And our circumstances are probably an indication that we live in a broken world. The world is broken. Good stuff happens, bad stuff happens. It happens to everybody. It's not an indication of God's view of us. From verse 12, we learned that we can position ourselves for the blessing of God. And from verse 16, we learned that that we need to honour who and what needs to be honoured and honour in all directions. Honour up, honour out, honour down. If all we do is ever honour up, that's called an agenda. That's not truly honouring. That's an agenda. We need to honour fully those around us in every direction. And that one is for free. So, we're going to read from Acts chapter 7, and we're going to start at 17 and work our way through to 34. Can I encourage you to take your Bibles out? Whether it's the paper version, the digital version, doesn't really matter. Take it out, because it's really, really good for us to interact with God's Word. I am more than happy, quite comfortable, if while we're reading, the Holy Spirit steers you in a different direction, and you go down a different path. That's all right? did not bother me in the slightest. At the end of the day, this is about you and him. It's about growing in him. It's about going on the journey he's got you on. And if he uses this as a tool to take you somewhere else, well and good. Here we go. Acts chapter 7, verse 17. So verse 16, we just, uh, Jacob um, was buried um, in the tomb that Abraham had bought from Hamnah's sons, at Shechem. Then it carries on. As the time drew near when God would fulfill his promise to Abraham, the number of people, or number of our people in Egypt, greatly increased. But then a new king came to the throne of Egypt who knew nothing about Joseph. The king exploited our people and oppressed them, forcing parents to abandon abandon their newborn babies so they would die. At that time, Moses was born, a beautiful child in God's eyes. His parents cared for him at home for three months, when they had to abandon him, Pharaoh's daughter adopted him and raised him as her own son. Moses was taught all the wisdom of the Egyptians, and he was powerful in both speech and action. Isn't it interesting there that it says he was powerful in both speech and action? Because later, when you think Moses' argument with God was, I can't speak. Fascinating, eh? Anyway, 23. One day, when Moses was 40 years old, he decided to visit his relatives, the people of Israel. He saw an Egyptian mistreating an Israelite. So Moses came, came to the man's defense and avenged him, killing the Egyptian. Moses assumed his fellow Israelites would realize that God had sent him to rescue them. But they didn't. The next day, he visited them again and saw two men of Israel fighting. He tried to be a peacemaker. Men, he said, you were brothers. Why are you fighting each other? But the man in the wrong pushed Moses aside. Who made you a ruler and judge over us, he asked. Are you going to kill me as you killed the Egyptians yesterday, the Egyptian yesterday? When Moses heard that, he fled the country and lived as a foreigner in the land of Midian. There his two sons were born. Forty years later, in the desert near Mount Sinai, an angel appeared to Moses in the flame of a burning bush. When Moses saw it, he was amazed at the sight. As he went to take a closer look, the voice of the Lord called out to him, I am the God of your ancestors, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Moses shook with terror and did not dare to look. Then the Lord said to him, Take off your sandals, for you are standing on holy ground. I have certainly seen the oppression of my people in Egypt. I have heard their groans, and I have come down to rescue them. Now go, for I am sending you back to Egypt. Let's start at verse 17. As the time drew near, when God would fulfill his promise to Abraham, the number of our people in Egypt greatly increased. But then a new king came to the throne of Egypt who knew nothing of Joseph. This king exploited our people and oppressed them forcing parents to abandon their newborn babies so they would die. God uh, do not measure God's promise by current circumstances. Do not measure God's promise based on current circumstances. God is truth, God's plans and promises will come to pass in His timing. See, God's always working behind the scenes. He never stops. He doesn't sleep. He's always at work. Whether you and I realize it or not, God is at work. Whether we can see Him or not, God is at work. This is one of the the darkest periods in Israel's history here, yet God uses it to form and allow one of history's greatest leaders to emerge. It's so easy for us to get despondent and to even feel hopeless because we can't see God at work. We can't see what he's doing. We want him to do something, but it appears he's doing nothing. Can I encourage you today that God is always at work? Always. Whether you can see him, whether you can feel him, he is at work. Whether your circumstances feel favorable, whether you're going through a trial, God is at work. Be encouraged. If you're feeling a little hopeless today, be encouraged. God is at work. If you're struggling, if you're just holding on, be encouraged. God is at work. He is at work. See, God is in action when often it appears the opposite he's in action he's doing something he's at work somewhere he's amongst the circumstance even if it appears the opposite i don't know what's happening in your world but if it appears the opposite for you at moment at the moment be reassured god is at work god is at work god's redemptive plan was being unrolled when things seemed the darkest Again, if you're feeling hopeless, if you're wondering what it's all about, if you're only just holding on, God's redemptive plan is at work. Keep holding on. Keep holding on. It's darkest just before the dawn. Keep holding on. God is at work. Faith and purpose living is a knowing that God is at work behind the scenes, even when you can't see him, even when you can't feel him, even when you wonder what the heck is going on here. God is at work. I... Um, heard the quote several times, God keeps working while we're sleeping. In fact, I think sometimes God goes, boy, I just wish i would go to bed so that I can work. Stop bombarding me with all this irrelevant stuff. Let me get on with the job. God is at work when we are sleeping. If you're struggling at the moment, if you're feeling a bit hopeless, if you're just holding on, let me encourage you. God is at work. In fact, if you're struggling a bit, if you feel like you're just holding on, if you feel like you can't see God, you don't know where he is, but boy, you need him, can you give me a little wave? Great. Fantastic. Fantastic. Lots of hands. Let's pray, eh? Father, I thank you that we can learn from your word that you are always at work. And so for my brothers and sisters who are struggling today, who are feeling a little hopeless Holy Spirit I ask that you would lift that hopelessness off them that you would give eyes this morning to see that you are at work and Father that you would replace hopelessness with peace and you would replace hopelessness with hope Father for any person that is feeling discouraged I speak I declare and I release the hope of God over their lives Right now, in Jesus' name. And Father, I ask that they would even feel the transaction of you removing hopelessness and replacing hope. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I think we have time for one more. Let's jump down to verse 25. We'll go from verse 23. One day... When Moses was 40 years old, he decided to visit his relatives, the people of Israel. He saw an Egyptian mistreating an Israelite, so Moses came to the man's defense and avenged him, killing the Egyptian. Moses assumed his fellow Israelites would realize that God had sent him to rescue them. But they didn't. The next day he visited them again and saw the two men of Israel fighting. He tried to be a peacemaker. Men, he said, You are brothers. Why are you fighting each other? Knowing who you are in God and being recognized by those around you are two different things. Knowing who you are in God and being recognized by those around you are two completely different things. We need to develop individually, personally, a conviction of who we are in God and what he's asked us to do and where he's got us going. That's a, that's a personal conviction that needs to grow in each of us and that grows as we spend time in his presence, in the word, in prayer, allowing him to speak to us, listening to his voice. He will bring a conviction of who we are and what he's got planned. The Bible tells us he's got a plan and a purpose. The Bible tells us that in Ephesians that he's got lots of things for us to do And your things are probably different to my things. Many of us wait, hoping that a prophet will come to church on a Sunday and be able to speak those things into life over us. But you don't need to wait. We need to spend time in his presence. We need to spend time in prayer, developing a conviction. Jesus suffered from the same thing. When Jesus was 12 years old, he was on a family outing with the family because that's what a family outing is. And he was on a family outing and they did their thing and mum and dad left, jumped in the car and drove home. A day into their travel, they go, I wonder who, whose car Jesus is in. is a slight paraphrase. I wonder whose car Jesus is in. And they pull over at a a garage, and they're all having a cup of coffee. And Mary and Joseph go looking for Jesus. They can't find him anywhere. They, they become furious. Where's he gone? He's not here. We've been driving a day. They've so lost him. I lost my son Luke once. Actually, I've lost him more than once, but I lost him once uh, when we shifted into a new home. And, and he was about, he was less than three. And the panic that set in. As I drove all around the neighborhood looking for him, every park, every drain on the railway tracks, up and down the street searching for him, not being able to find him anywhere, the panic that set in was immense, only to find him in the end at the neighbors next door. <laughs> Luke knew all the neighbors. Actually, I needed to do a, um, a uh, resource consent once to build a garage in the front, and I had to go around and get all the neighbors to sign it and the neighbors were good, but the neighbor across the road, she was about, what, 90 probably, eh? Deaf, couldn't hear. So I'm going, can you sign the paper, please? So I can build the garage. She's like, what, what? Can you sign the paper, please? And all of a sudden she goes, oh, you're Luke's dad. Yeah, no problem. (laughs) Knew everyone. Anyway, Mary and Joseph freaked out they drive back another whole day and find Jesus at the temple. they livid. And Jesus goes, well, where do you think I'd be? I'm at my father's house. Jesus knew who he was at 12 years old in his father's house. He was 30 when God presented him to the world. 18 years of knowing who he was but not recognized. 18 years. wonder how many of us Know who we are, but we're trying to hurry God's process. God will recognize you publicly when he's ready. In the meantime, don't stop. Let the conviction grow within you. And take some wise counsel. Get some wise counsel around it, because sometimes people aren't who they think they are. Let me rephrase that. Sometimes you aren't who you think you are. Sometimes it's ambition and pride that's driving that and not reality. I've been caught there myself a couple of times where I can see something, and, and, and I'm sure I've got pure motives, but the Holy Spirit's arrested me and said, Sheridan, your motives about that aren't pure. And I go, yes, they are, because that's what you do. You argue with God. Yes, they are. No, they're not, Sheridan. Your motives are not pure. They are pure. They're not pure. In the end of the day, he wins. You might as well just not argue. He wins. And correction comes. But allow the conviction to grow in you of who God's created you to be. Allow the call of God to grow. Discover where your grace is. In other words, discover that when you, what you're doing, where is the smile? Where do you sense the smile of God on your life when you're active? Where do you sense that it comes really, really easy? But what are you really good at, Perhaps. What's your? I like to use the, the, the picture of a lane on a freeway. What, what lane is my lane? And then just get, get a conviction. Let the conviction grow about that lane that God's got for you as you spend time in his presence and time in the word and time in prayer. And when he is good and ready, he will recognize you. Knowing who you are in God, and being recognized by those around you are two different things. We have run out of time. I will carry on tonight with a few more. I'm going to hand it back to Pastor Ray in just a moment, but before I do that, I really want to pray. Father, I thank you that you love us. I thank you that You speak to us. I thank you that as we read your word, you pour into us. I thank you that you do it at so many different levels that we can read the same piece of scripture and hear a number of different things. Because you know us, you love us, and you speak into our lives where we're at today. I thank you that the circumstances I find in my life today are not a measure of how you feel about me. I thank you that you love me. I thank you that you love each one of us. I thank you that you are love. You don't even choose to love us. You are love. And I thank you that you've called and purposed each one of us. I thank you that you've got plans for each one of us. You've got things for each one of us to do. And Lord, my prayer for every person this morning is that as we that we would have eyes and ears to hear what you're saying to us, Holy Spirit, and that we would have a desire to push into you. We'd have a desire to open the Word and allow your Word to speak to us. We'd have a desire to sit and hear your voice. We'd have a desire to connect with you in prayer. We'd have a desire to grow into all that you've foreseen and that your call, your desire, would come to pass in our lives. Father, I ask that a conviction would grow in each and every one of us of who you've called us to be and that we would embrace that. There'd be no comparisons. There'd be no if-onlys. We would embrace the way you've designed us. We would embrace your call on our lives we would embrace your conviction on our lives and father when we walk into our city we would just ooze kingdom we would ooze your love we would ooze your call that the conviction you have on each one of us would sit so well and we would be so confident in who you've created us to be that we truly would be lights in the dark that we would be a light on the hill, that we would be salt to our city, to our nation, and to the nations of the world. Father, this morning I declare your blessing over your church. Yes. The end of the day, Father, all of this, as we look into the scripture, is about us walking more closely with you, is about us knowing you better, is about us enjoying you more. Us, are living to according to your purposes and according to your ways. So I, help, I pray that you'd help each of us do that with a, a great sense of excitement, with incredible freedom, and from a sense of ease. This week, Lord, I pray wherever we go, and whenever we're there, we would bring hope and peace in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's give Pastor Sheridan a big hand.
0: Wonderful message. Thank you so much, Sheridan. That great stuff. Just wonderful. So much truth and life packed into Stephen's message. Thanks, Sheridan. Great stuff. Well, visitors, if you've been with us today, it's wonderful to have you with us. We encourage you to help yourself to a guest pack as you leave details about the church, and if you'd like to know more about us, feel free to fill in those details. That would be great. Can I encourage you to be purposed in your giving as you leave the auditorium on both the left-hand sides? uh, In the foyer is the opportunity to give there electronically, and that would be great. And uh, mums and dads, remember your kids. The teachers will love that. Very, very cool.